How to Sell More Cars. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the How to Sell More Cars podcast. Um, this is the uh, the big edition, the end of the year. December 7th is today, and we're uh, everybody's got the, uh, the Christmas crunch going on. Uh, but we're here to talk about how to sell more cars in 2023. Got a, got a couple of guests here with us today, in, including a, a longtime sales trainer and, uh, and, and consultant and mentor, uh, Andrew Schultz. He's going to join us in just a second. Uh, Doug MacGyver just, well, Doug MacGyver almost tuned in from Canada for just a second there, but I wanted to, uh, I wanted to give you what I think are the most important, most important things, and everybody's got the most important list, but I'm going to give you three things that I think every dealership needs to be doing right now to get ready for 2023, uh, with the idea in mind that uh, the old Chinese proverb that the uh, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, and the second best time is today. So we don't need to write uh, wait till till 2023 to get ready for 2023, but we need to start doing some of the things that maybe we should have been doing more of all along. And number one for dealerships, and I'm going to come back with it because Mike's Mike's in the room. We got one specifically for salespeople. But for dealerships, one of the most important things that I don't see a lot of folks doing is I, I need I would like to see more of them activating their employees as evangelists. Every dealership's got 100, 200, 300 employees. They've all got 200, 300, 400 friends on Facebook and Instagram. They're all they all got churches that they all go to. They all got kids who are in the school play. They all got a lot going on. You've got this huge built-in evangelist force, not just your sales team. I'm talking everybody. And Andrew and I have talked about this before, about, about uh, uh, activating that sales team, motivating them, using using some of your marketing dollars to motivate that sales team. Well, you know, let's take some marketing dollars and motivate everybody, everybody in the building. They're there. Put them to use, and that starts with giving them a uh, an employee experience that they can't help to uh, they can't wait to tell everybody about. the uh, The second thing is your uh, your 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 customers engage with your customers, engage with your customers, engage with the customers. We all love leads, we all love new business, we all love conversion sales. But you've got a database. You've got people who do business with you for a long time. They they bring their car in to get serviced. They bought their vehicles with you. They know you. They like you and trust you. And you hope and pray that they come back. Meanwhile, it costs seven times more to bring a new customer in the door than it does to uh, to maintain that old one. So we need to engage more with them with uh, with more marketing directed to them, uh, direct mail directed to our database, email directed to our database, uh, activities and events and messages directed to our database because that that's where the honey is. That's where the honey's always been. And uh, and number three, this is this is the long tree. This is the thing that should have been started twenty years ago uh, because it's not an immediate thing. It takes a little while, but it pays off pretty big if you can get it down. And that search engine optimization for car dealerships, SEO, working on that blog post, developing those websites. You pay a lot of money to get people to visit that website. You pay a lot of money to show up at the top of uh, of Google paid search. You know, why don't you invest a little bit of money in showing up in search for free, except it's not for free because it's work and you got to start the work. So that's the three things for the dealerships. Uh, for the for the salespeople, the same thing. You have to make sure that everyone in your life, you need to build evangelists out of your life. And that starts with making sure that everyone in your life knows that you sell cars and more important than that, the flip side, the reverse of it, make sure everyone you sell cars to is in your life. 
Stay in their life. You don't need to check in on them. You don't need to check up with them if you're already in their life. If you're showing up just cause, then uh, then that that's that's where the uh, that's where the magic starts. Andrew, how are you, sir? Welcome aboard. Andrew is a longtime Mitsubishi trainer. He's now with the Theory of Five University. He helps salespeople and businesses uh, create a life without uh, and still have a, have a little chance to live a life. They, they create a business that gives them an opportunity to live their life. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing great, Terry. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Oh, you're more than welcome. Tell me, let's, let's start with you. How to sell more cars in 2023. What you got? I'll tell you what, it's real simple in my mind. It goes back to what Jeffrey Gittimore said. Jeffrey Gittimore, who wrote the sales Bible, said, customer satisfaction is absolutely worthless, right? He said it's worthless. Now, when you think about that, you say, what do you mean, Andrew? Customer satisfaction is worthless. Customer loyalty is priceless. And he said, if you're not wowing your customers and you're not getting your customers to refer customers to you because they can't stop talking about the way you treated them and the way you sold the car and what they love about the car, then you're missing out on a huge opportunity. I, you were saying earlier, right? The car business is a heck of a lot easier if you work smart. So one of the things that I learned a long time ago from a guy that sold a few cars, and, and he was in Guinness Book of World Records. And I, I want to throw out a little challenge there. He was in the Guinness Book of World Records for selling the most cars to anybody of all time. Who was that guy? Mike, you know the answer? Joe Girard. You Joe got Girard. it. Joe Girard, Michael, ding, ding, ding. You got it. Now, he had a rule in his book. Michael, if you remember that rule, you'd be one of the few people that, that got both of these questions right in the 30-year sales career that I had. So what was the rule that he had in his book? No, I, I, I have to think about, well, the, the, the two I joke with clients these days are, have uh, in your filing cabinet a drawer of smokes and a drawer of drinks. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. He had a bottle of whiskey in his drawer, didn't he, Michael? So, what yeah, Joe, yeah, the, Joe Girard, the Joe Girard rule I remember is that Joe Girard never sold a car everyone. in his life. He sold Joe Girard. Say that again. He never sold a car in his life. He sold Joe Girard. He was yeah, that a, is very, very true. He sold Joe Girard. But Joe's rule was two, one equals 250. And what Joe meant by that is one sold, satisfied, trained client could equal 250 potential customers. And, and I can tell you, you can point to any franchise, Toyota, Mitsubishi, Honda, it doesn't matter. You point to the franchise and you show me the number one sales consultant. I'm going to ask him one question. What percentage of customers do you have that are repeat and referral? And that number one salesperson is going to say 70% or more. They don't take fresh ups anymore. They don't live off the door. They have their own client base and they absolutely have their name in that client base in front of their customers. And they do some things that I have five things. I have five tips in the theory of five mode here, right? I've got five tips yeah. for you, right? Number one, connect with your clients, teach your clients how to sell the car for you, how to introduce you to their prospective clients. What I mean by that is just train your client on how to introduce you. Hey, if you wouldn't mind, I would like you to introduce your, to me to your clients. So connect with your clients. Number two, know their behavior style. Know their behavior style. We have four behavior styles 
And when people understand the behavior type of their client, that goes a long, long way. And then I say, listen with your eyes. That's a little different than listen with your ears. Listen with your eyes. Because we don't communicate with words and tone. We communicate with body language. So watch the customer's body language. Watch your client's body language. Then I say, use a pacer selling system. So there's six things that people really care about when they're buying the car, right? And it's called pacers with a T. The P is performance. Know what the performance they're looking for. A is appearance. Some people buy appearance. C is comfort. Some people won't buy a car unless they drive it and sit in it. So that's very important to them. E is economy and value. Some people now with electric cars and hybrids and things like that know the economy and value. The benefit of reliability and warranty. Know what your warranties are and your reliability. And that's the safety. You have to know your safety features inside out, upside down. And the last one with the Pacers T is technology. If you know your current technology is better than your customer, it's sad sometimes people walk into the dealership and they know a little bit more about the technology than some of the salespeople. So I say to the salespeople, really, really know your technology. Know what the hybrids are. Know what your electric car ranges are. Know your technologies and wow your customers. And you start wowing your customers with those product knowledge tips, they're going to start talking about you. So that's part of what I got, Terry. So I'll go back to the very first one to, to connect with your customers, connect with your customers and train them to uh, to be able to refer you uh, in the way that 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 is most likely to uh, to generate business. Tell us Absolutely. what that is. Tell yeah. us what that is. What, what steps do we need to take with the new customers so, to make sure we're on the tip of their tongue? Yeah, I used to tell people, listen, I'm not a salesperson. I'm a, I'm a certified sales consultant. And I'm going to make sure that your client gets treated the right way. I'm going to sell them the right car. I'm going to spend the right amount of time with them. So I'm going to make it real easy for you. I am not going to try to sell them something they don't need. Um, do you like the way you were treated? Yes, I do, Andrew. Who in your family do you know that might be looking for a Mitsubishi in the next month or two? If you could introduce me to them, I would greatly appreciate that. And that's it. Just connect with the clients, the future clients, with your current clients. Just have, and, and salespeople don't do that on a consistent basis. They sell the car and then they, they deliver the car, but they're a kind of a little lacks in, in asking the client to introduce them to, to other clients. Do you know who does it really well? Real estate agents. Mm -hmm. Real estate agents are always looking for a referral. They're always looking for somebody to sell a house to. But in the car business, sometimes we don't do that as enough. So connect with your current clients to connect with the other 250 people that they know. That's that one equals 250. Yeah, and, and that, that was one equals 250 in Joe Girard's day in 1970-something, and Joe didn't have Facebook and Instagram. So 250 yeah. may be a little on the low side right now, to be, on, to be honest with you. Well, the, the I have 5,000 Facebook friends. Right. So just think about that. I You know, connect with your customers on Facebook. Ask the client, hey, would you mind, you know, doing a little testimonial for me on your Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn account? Would you mind just taking a photo with me and you maybe, or you? I'll take a photo of you with a car and let me post it for you. So connect with your client based on how they want to be connected to, right? 
So if the client is on Facebook, great, connect with them there. If they're on LinkedIn, connect with them there. So really connect with your clients. Like you said, stay in their life, Terry. Yeah. Stay in their social life, their social media life, right? Yeah, 100%. First thing in the morning when their feet hit the floor, last thing at night before their head hits the pillow, they're scrolling the phone so, so you can be on, on, on there. And I think a lot of it is we're expecting referrals and and and, and salespeople. So most of them aren't ever going to ask for anything other, other than the ones who are. They start with, hey, man, why don't you send me some of your friends? I'll give you 100 bucks or something like that. But the way you phrase the question is, is, is the emphasis, who do you know? Who do yeah. you know? Who in your life is looking for a vehicle right now? Uh, and maybe give them some some pointers. Uh, people you go to church with, people in people you people you go to school with, people you work with. Who in your family uh, is going to be is going to be mad because you got a brand new car and and they feel and they feel like, well, I want a new car. Bob got a new car. I need a new car. Who specifically might be looking? Because if if you never give them some pointers as to who's going to be looking or, or or which file in their mind they need to go look, they're just going to file it away and never be able to come back with with who I should refer them to, much less ever actually get around to doing it. Yeah, absolutely. I you know I, I know a lot of sales consultants this time of the year send out birth, uh, Christmas cards, yeah, or or holiday cards, right? Um, and I used to tell my guys, you can do that, you can do that, but I'll tell you what's even better than that. So if you have a client that has a car for a year or two, send them a little bottle of touch-up paint. <laughs> I'm telling you, that client's going to get that little box, open that up, and thank you from, from now until the cows come home. But more importantly, he's going to go to his holiday celebration and say, you never guess what my sales consultant sent me. Send me a little bottle of touch-up paint. I was really impressed with that. Do something that wows the client. Send them something that it's really going to uh, be more beneficial to them. You know, I say give to get, not get to give, right? right. Mike, you got anything you want to add to the conversation? Any questions? I was really, no, I mean, I love that idea, the touch up paint. I mean, I, you know, it, it costs about nine bucks. And so, I mean, I, I was listening, but I was doing the math of touch-up <laughs> paint for all, like all the clients from through the year. But, you know, something I've been thinking about lately is putting a little bit of each commission away so I can do stuff like that. Right. You know, Mike, yeah. I'll give you a tip. I'll give you a tip with that. You know, on average, I uh, you know, most of the top selling sales consultants sell about 200 cars, five years, it's 1,000 cars. But out of that thousand cars, what I used to do, Mike, is I used to have a, a old filing system, you know, a Rolodex, and in that Rolodex, I'd have a red, yellow, green dot. The red dot was somebody I never wanted to sell a car to ever <laughs> again. The yellow dot was somebody that was on the fence. They weren't really referring clients to me, but I liked them. They liked me. I'm going to stay in touch with them. The green dots, they were the go dots. They were people that were referring cars to me. They got bottles of touch-up paint. I spent my money wisely. I spent my money and and I helped the people the most that were clients that that were really wanted to work with me. Now I didn't I sent a card to the red, yellow, and greens. I sent everybody a Christmas card. But those those people that were special that were referring people to me, sent them a little bottle of touch-up paint. So, yeah, find find your evangelist. That's that's just what I was saying. That the, yeah. the, it takes it takes you know it takes a lot of no like and trust for people to do business with you, but it takes an enormous amount of no like and trust for them to refer 
business to you. So if you can find those people who are willing to refer business to you, who who, who know like you and trust you enough to send you to their mother-in-law, because they ain't never going to hear the end of it if you mess it up with their <laughs> mother-in-law. If they trust you with their mother-in-law, then you got them. You need to reward that behavior. Behavior that gets, uh, the behavior that gets rewarded gets repeated. That's a, that's a fundamental rule of management of all kinds. Absolutely. You know, and, and I, I also used to tell sales consultants too that uh, I used to ask them, how much are you paying in referrals a year? Because if you're not paying a lot in referrals, first of all, it's a tax write-off. Secondly, it's a great way to track your repeat and referral business. So if you're really tracking your repeat and referral business, you are going to have an opportunity to sell a lot more cars. You're going you're gonna to have that list. Absolutely. Let me let me ask you this because I'm in I'm here smack dab in the middle of Tennessee and it's the craziest thing. But bird dog fees are illegal in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, is, is sending out a bottle of touch up paint. Yeah, yeah. So what do you do? What do you do there? That's what you do. Send them the paint. <laughs> yeah, I would send them the paint. Yeah, how about a gift card? Can you give them a gift card? Uh, you know, it depends on how good your lawyer is with everything. So what, <laughs> what you can get away with is depends on on who argues well, best and, and how the judge feels that day. Yeah, you know, Terry, but but the real thing that people really want is great service. They they want a great delivery. They want a sales consultant that knows the car upside down. Let's say that the the, the uh, manufacturer came out with some kind of a change in the radio system or some kind of a change in the app. Maybe they upgraded the app. I'm getting on the phone and I'm calling every single one of my customers to let them know, hey, listen, we changed the app. Now you can set the air conditioner or heating system. If you come into the dealership, I'll show you how that works. Hey, we have a new remote start system. You know, I know it's getting a little chilly in Tennessee. You may want to think about giving that as a gift to your husband or to one of your friends that maybe you were looking for that special gift to give somebody. We used to sell out, send out a little card with the top 10 uh, accessories to gift at Christmas. It was a great way for the parts department to sell some of their, their accessories. But more importantly, the salesperson could be in front of with a suggestion to their client to give a, a gift to the husband or wife that's driving the car. So you got to be a little creative with that kind of stuff, but it works. So same, same thing. So, uh, so I mentioned SEO at the beginning. So there's a there's a great SEO blog post for for next year because it is not going to get thing. But you know, ten ten great uh, parts that uh, for uh, that make great holiday gifts for the parts department. Everybody everybody will love that. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we got about five minutes left to go, uh, Andrew. I want I want to ask you this because I know with theory of five, you guys are the five is five different areas of your life, and and work life balance kind of gets tossed around, and I don't really like that term because I don't I don't I don't think like that. But you guys are uh, you're you're about making sure that you uh, you live a full life in every area of your life. Uh, as we go into the holidays and as we go into the new year, what can uh, some of uh, the automotive salespeople listening, how could they make their life better so that they can uh, make their uh, their sales better? Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing for sure that Chris and I, I learned along the way, Terry, is look at somebody that's doing something that you respect or you admire. Let's say that maybe you need to lose, you know, 30, 30, 40 pounds and you see that guy that that's at the dealership or one of your clients or one of your customers, he's in great shape. So you might say, hey, would you mind mentoring me? I want to get myself in shape like you did. Because that's what Chris Saraceno did. 
Chris asked, you know, somebody at the gym, would you mind mentoring me and weightlifting? I want to really get fit. So find other people to be coach and mentor you. That's why I have Andrew Schultz, mentor coach, because I mentor people in those five areas of their life. And I teach people how to become coaches to help coach people. So my tip is that sales consultants try to do everything themselves sometimes. Go out and introduce yourself to the five neighboring dealerships, the number one sales consultant at some of those dealerships. Network with other top sales professionals. You don't try to do everything alone. Go out and try to find a mentor or a coach, a spiritual mentor, uh, a, a business and finance mentor. A, uh, uh, you know, if your marriage is, is, you know, if you're having problems with your marriage, go try to find a mentor to someone that can mentor you. A good, good place to start would be go purchase the Theory of Five book. There are some excellent, excellent tips. We also have it in a PDF version. You can download the PDF. And I'm sure if any of your listeners, listeners send me an email, right? Theory of Five university at gmail.com and just put my attention i'll send them the free ebook and pdf yeah just reach out so I mean, let me let me ask you this though, because and i may have had this conversation with chris saraceno when, when yeah. he, was on, he was on the podcast a couple of years ago right after the book came out so there are a lot of managers in the car business and, and, and other businesses too, but I know the ones in the car business and, and I know them everywhere who will look you in the eye and tell you, you know, I don't necessarily want my salespeople to be, uh, to be all there. I, I, I want them to be, I want them to be in debt so that they work harder. I want them to be struggling a little bit. And I don't care if they're chugging cheeseburgers and fire and, uh, and Red Bull and, and fireball, uh, at their desk as long as they're closing deals. And sometimes they close more deals, the, you know, the, the more they're chugging fireball and sitting at their desk. So how how does how does it come into the bottom line, which is what a lot of people are going to end up looking? How does it make them more money? You know what, Terry? I think that's old way and old school thinking. I really do. I think the new modern dealer and the new modern uh, manager understands that if he invests into that asset, if he looks at that sales consultant as an investment and invest in that young man or young woman, and invest in their health. And and uh, and invest in their training, and invest in keeping them balanced. You know, an unhappy employee, or a, 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 a employee that that doesn't have a good solid foundation, is not going to be a long term employee. That's short term thinking. I think long term thinking. If you look, I worked with the Faulkner organization in Philadelphia, and I can tell you that the, their turnover was minim, minimal. They had minimal turnover. When you worked with that company, you stayed with that company. You you didn't leave that company. Why? Because you were treated right. You were treated fairly. And they invested in training. They invested in the right pay plan. They invested with the right time off. And they wanted to make sure that you were a healthy, fit, well-trained employee. And when you do that, I think your sales speak for themselves after that. I, th- I think that's how you sell more cars in 2023. Happy employees create happy customers and the employees and the customers, whether it's the rule of 250 or the rule of 5,000 uh, this year, they've all got friends, they've all got family and they all drive cars. So treat everybody 
like a king. And uh, and that's that's the way you get the job done. Michael, you got anything you want to uh, any any last words, any last questions before we head out the door? No, I just want to say thanks so much to you guys. Andrew, it was a terrific talk tonight. And um, I'm sending that email right after the <laughs> right afterwards. Michael, you can't be- wait to look at it. Yeah, we'll send you the PDF, my friend, and enjoy it. And you have any questions, I'll put my phone number in there for you. Andrew well, Schultz. Uh, Andrew Schultz from the Theory of Five. Michael J. Smith, uh, thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, Andrew, any, any last words? And then we are out the door. You know, I, I just think that if you just do the right thing for yourself, for your family, for your customers, you can't go wrong. Just do the right thing. Do what's in your heart, and you can't go wrong. That, that's right. Be, 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 not, be nice to everybody. Be nice, work hard, have fun, and uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. I'll see you next year. Thanks, Terry.